Uh, you are listening to a DrydenWire.com podcast. Today, we welcome back to our studio, Sawyer County Judge John Yackel. For those of you watching the recording of this podcast live on our Facebook page, welcome. And for those of you listening to this as our podcast, thanks for tuning in. My name is Ben Dryden, and I'm joined by my father, Terry Dryden. As I mentioned, Sawyer County Judge John Yackel is back for a chat to discuss several things, including what the current status is of adding a second judge in Sawyer County. I believe there's a vote coming up in Madison at the end of this month. Uh, follow up on what the Sawyer County is doing to help facilitate a second judge. We'll also discuss the drug epidemic, and we'll ask the judge for his views on what the current level of attorneys is in our area and what impacts that may or may not be having, and much more. So without delay, Judge, welcome back. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks. How are things going? Oh, good. Nice to see you. <laughs> Well, I'm going to actually jump right into something here. Yeah, I have enjoying a this nice weather. Um, this, I have a, a copy of a um, Second Circuit Court judge for Sawyer County. It was a resolution from, I think, 2017 for Sawyer County. And I just want to read this one part where it says, Whereas as an additional judgeship is in the best interest of the citizens of Sawyer County in order to provide efficient and effective judiciary. Uh, that... I'm sorry. Now, therefore, be it resolved that the Sawyer County Board of Supervisors hereby request the direct state courts to request the Wisconsin legislator to allocate a second judgeship for Sawyer County. Read the last paragraph. Well, you must be familiar with this one. Uh, the Sawyer County, <laughs> be it further resolved that Sawyer County will support both space and personnel requirements as deemed necessary for support of a second judge. That was two years ago. Where are we? Be it resolved that they support a second judge and the space requirement for a second judge. That was a resolution passed by the county board in Sawyer County uh, back in September of 2017, unanimous vote. Um, they requested the director of state courts to ask, ask the legislature uh, to allocate a second judge for Sawyer County. Since that resolution has been passed, I have been working tirelessly uh, to try and get the Wisconsin State Legislature to act, to try and finally bring some resources north of Highway 29, north of Portage, to northern Wisconsin. Um, we are, uh, you know, the old saying goes, is nothing, nothing, we don't exist up here. Um, we don't have a loud voice and all the resources stay south. So I've been working hard to try and get us some resources up here. Um, it has been a long fight. I've been um, posting some things on my Facebook page. Uh, we went down into Madison to speak with some of the legislators in June, the legislators in June, to try and get some support for it. And it looked like the bill was going to die. Um, it's been rewritten, and uh, uh, an influential member of that uh, of the state senate that has been pushing it is uh, Senator Jerry Petrowski. Represents uh, more, a big chunk of Sawyer County mm -hmm. and all the way down to Marathon County. He has uh, got it in Joint Finance Committee. They had a public hearing two weeks ago uh, where uh, Jerry Petrowski and our Assemblyman uh, James Edming uh, spoke on it, as well as Judge Rod Smeltzer from Menominee County. Okay. Or, excuse me, Dunn County from Menominee, Wisconsin. And uh, it was very well received, and I have gotten word. There's no guarantees with a legislator, no. <laughs> legislature, um, but I've been told that there's going to be a vote on this uh, to get it out of joint finance on October 30th. It will go to the floor of the Assembly and Senate, and if all goes well, it will be voted on. It will be passed. I believe that Governor Evers uh, is uh, going to sign it. Uh, it is it got bipartisan support. I've talked to Janet Bewley about this, not recently, but in the past. She's aware of it and all offered her support. So I do believe it is a, it is well supported by both Democrats and Republicans. Wow. So the unthinkable ha is about to occur, and that is the state legislature is going to finally, for the first time in twelve or thirteen years, add additional uh, judgeships throughout the state of Wisconsin. It's set up four, four, and four, four in twenty twenty. Four in 2021 oh. and four in 2022. Yeah, I have the uh, analysis nice. by the Legislative uh, Reference Bureau. So you're saying that it's going to be going through the legislature. It's going to be ideally what you're hearing. It's it's going to get passed. It, it, there's a, there, at this point, mm -hmm. we're very optimistic. There's so, no guarantee. Great. So that means you're getting a second judge. Well, no. <laughs> okay. Because that's only the first oh. part of it. Because the, the bill, I mean, state law requires the. St I mean, the state. Judges are state employees, so the state legislature creates these judgeships and allocates them because they pay for it. Mm -hmm. But the county in which uh, the judge sits 
has to supply the uh, adequate space and facility for a courtroom, for a functioning courtroom jury system. You mentioned that. I think you were here back in uh, March and you were talking about that. Correct. And uh, I mean, that's the way it's always been. That's state law. You can't change that unless you get this, the, the assembly to, to change that. They, they do not build courthouses. It's the local county that does that. Okay. And so that's why Sawyer County is involved. And that's why that resolution is so important oh, okay. because the resolution says, well, we support the facility. Um, uh, to, to build that. And so I have asked not to build a new courthouse. I've not asked, I've asked to build a second court room, uh, to, to support this in the event that the, uh, state legislature passes this. The county apparently agreed with me. It's, it's easy to agree when you're talking about public safety and, uh, trying to reduce mm. crime and, 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 and having the adequate resources to address the criminal, uh, and the drug epidemic. But it seems like it's difficult to get them to act, even though they promised, and they they say that this is their will. I don't. I, I just don't understand how you can have one statement. With, I mean, is it a bluff? Um, well, I'm I, I'm not following here okay. because this, according to this resolution that they've they've already stated. But granted, this was in 2017 that uh, they'll support both space and personnel sure. requirements. I, I so has something changed since then? I suspect that they're not so resolved anymore. The publicly, <laughs> I don't know if anything has changed publicly. Okay, but we have not had any vote to oh. to uh, expend any funds to build it. Um, there was a uh, some resolution that was at least introduced, uh, which basically stated we can't uh, adequately fund or we can't support and we can't build it um, a second courtroom. Um, and we want the state legislature to build it for us. Well, that's no, not going to happen. And so, so there is there's enough out there hmm. which leads me to believe that some of the members, even though they signed their name to it and they voted for it, now they're changing their their position when when it looks like it's actually going to happen. So, is there was there a changeover in the county board members that's causing this difficulty? Since this was passed, we had one different county board oh. member, and that she took office last night. Oh, so okay. so, so, so this I, looks good. What was that? So this all looks good. I guess I'm still missing the part about the, uh, this was already done. Are they, maybe it's a situation where they're waiting for Madison, the legislature, to get that done. And then, okay, great, it's finished. And now that's we're right. going to honor they, what we had said two years ago. I hope that's the case. I, and, I, and I'm here to, to, to ask them to do that. Um, there are a lot of county board members who are in support of the, uh, of the courtroom. Uh, they have talked to me. And they okay. have worked tirelessly, but they have indicated to me privately that they're not sure that they have the votes. And that makes me scratch my head. <laughs> then why did they vote for this resolution? Yeah. Um, were they lying? Um, I, I mean, mm. if, if they had not passed this two years ago, I wouldn't have wasted my time for the last two years trying to get the legislature <laughs> sure. to move. Because that has to be the first step. Or one of the first. Well, steps. it has to happen simultaneously. Right, right. They they could build the courtroom without any type sure. of uh, uh, resolution from or any uh, state law right. from the legislature. But I get it. I mean, money's tight. I, I I get that. Money is tight, and they so they don't want to start building until the bill passes. I get it. So it looks like it's going to pass in November. So I would hope by November or December that they're going to move forward on it, and um, we'll be ready either by by May of 2021 or May of 2022, because the state, the bill that's going to be passed or hopefully will be passed requires that the facility be completed by May 31st of the year in which they would get a, a judge. Is there um, currently on a, an agenda item? Uh, that I don't know. I hope, hope hopefully it will be. Let's find out. Hmm. I, I guess I don't, I'm, I'm, so what, changed from 2017 when they passed other than the fact that they say they don't have the money to build the extra courtroom correct yeah i don't think we had the i mean i don't think it things have i mean it wasn't like we were flush with money in 2017 well, right <laughs> but but yeah. they knew that back in 2017 I, yeah absolutely oh. and i uh, and so i guess you'd have to have some county board members on here to explain what's what's sure. what's changed sure so fundamentally what is uh, from your point of view um, what is the biggest reason or need for having a second judge to begin with? We have the highest caseload of any single court system in the entire state. They have a study that that takes wow. into that evaluates all the court systems throughout the state. Um, obviously, Milwaukee County has more cases filed than Sawyer County. Mm. 
but they have four judges. 40 or 50 judges <laughs> to divide that up. And so they, they take all that into account and they look at the number of felonies that you have. Mm -hmm. And so, so I have in Sawyer County like over 400 felonies a year filed. When you when you look at it like Washburn County, mm -hmm. they're in like one ninety or two hundred. Oh, two hundred. Yeah, that, that's that's half of what of what I'm doing. You look at Barron County; they have three judges. Well, in 2018, each one of those judges had about 150, 160 felonies, and I'm stuck with 400. That obviously has an impact. Now, don't get me wrong; I've had county board members say, "Well, you just want to make it a cakewalk." Said, so "I have <laughs> I have a job to do, and I do that job." But and we're maxed out. We we can't do anything. If if nothing happens, it's not going to change my life one way or the other. What's going to happen though is that the public safety is going to suffer. The ability of the average citizen to have access to the court system Delay. is going to suffer. It's going to be delayed. And I, as a citizen, don't want to live in a county where the where the criminal justice system is so broken and can't address the needs. And that that risks public safety. So it has nothing to do with. Well, I don't want to work too hard. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I work hard, and I will work hard if they if I will work hard if they don't pass anything. I will work hard if they do pass something. I mean that that's not a consideration. So that's a false. Error. I've had other county board members say, "Well, there are times where I walk by and I see that the courtroom is dark." Yeah, what are you doing <laughs> do, up there? Do Do you have any? I mean, I have asked <laughs> citizens, I've asked county board members to come in and see what it is that I do. To, to come and and look and 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 talk ask questions to me. Do you really think that my only job in this world as a judge is to be on the bench? Every case that is in front of me requires at least fifteen or twenty minutes of paperwork outside with the clerks, the staff, me to review it, sure. signing my name. I mean, huge chunk of my day is signing name, is signing, uh, reviewing documents and, and signing orders and things like that. I mean, mm -hmm. so there's a lot that goes on. If if I was on the bench 24-7 or, you know, or, or your eight-hour workday, right. five days a week, it, there would, there would, the staff, my court reporter, there would be no time to get anything done because there's a lot more to this job than just sitting on the bench. You had said that you had um, some private conversations with some board supervisors. Yep. Certainly don't want to, you know, get into that or specific people, but... Yeah, right. Um, what has been the thought of kind of the tone when I'm sure you probably asked or assuming that you asked uh, when they stated that maybe we don't have the votes? Did you ask why? Well, it, it's this overwhelming sense of <sighs> we support it. We understand it, which I don't know if they necessarily do because I'm learning things about the criminal justice system every day and I'm and I'm the circuit judge. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know if they can fully understand it because mm -hmm. I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. Um but what what they've come and said to me is that you know I, I we just we we know it's important but we can't afford it, and you know I I get at least preliminarily that point of view. But why do you say things and and support things and then when it comes time to follow through you don't do it? So I mean there are people on the county board who who I mean all of them I know that the situation that they're in is not easy because there's just no money for anything. Yeah. But I guess it comes down to priority, and I'm willing to believe that the public, and I, that's why I'm fighting for this, because I live in this county, or in Sawyer County, and I'm, I'm willing to fight for this because I know how important it is. I see the direct correlation between um, the criminal justice system, what we do on a daily basis, and, and, and the dangers out there. For, for, I mean, I want to make Sawyer County and keep it. I mean, there are great places to live in Sawyer County. It, it's it's suffering. I mean, we're all suffering uh, with this drug epidemic and and rise in crime. But I want to keep it a great place to live. And I'm looking down the future and down the road. Um, we need to start addressing this now because I'm afraid what's going to happen if mm. we don't. You had said that you, uh, obviously, and even in this uh, resolution, it states that where a sort of county judge has been identified as the, the highest in the state. Um, the need for a second the need, judge. Right. Yep. Um, so is there a response or what would you respond to anyone that had say, stated to you that sounds like you're really busy, but does, does that really have actually any impact on the community other than, yeah, you're busy. Tough luck. Um, Adding a second judge, is that going to make the community better? Well, okay. I've had a county board member s state and ask, well, if the if you get a second judge, will that solve the opioid and epidemic crisis? Sure, there you go. And I and and the response to that is you're you're just not understanding what the issue is. 
No, getting a second judge will not solve the opioid and meth problem. What it will do, it's it's like it's like a fire a firehouse. It's like a fire engine. Okay. Okay. You know, we have fire engines. And what happens when there's a fire? You call up the fire department, they come and try to put the fire out. Sometimes if they have an adequate source of water, they can really save some items on your property. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's a total loss. Mm-hmm. So we got a fire, and that's and that's the drug epidemic. And right now we got one hose on that fire. And I'm doing the best I can, and I will continue to do the best I can. And I think I'm, I am keeping the system afloat, and I think I'm doing a good job. Um, but what I'm asking for is give me a second engine, a fire <laughs> engine, and a second hose, and we might, I mean, you know, is it going to put out the fire? Yeah. No, is it going to prevent the fire? No. No, but it's going to it's going to help in reducing the-, the It's going to make the, an impact. It's going to make sure. an impact. Well, now, there's such a thing as- you're, statutorily there are certain requirements for timelines for trials and hearings and all that correct and i can't remember them all but speedy trials are a big thing 90 days for a felony yeah well that's a good question how many of your felonies get adjudicated and finished in 90 days five (laughs) percent jeez that that seems low very low it's because we're so clogged yeah um well and and we we'll get into this a little bit later with the with the uh um uh, public defender crisis and, yeah, and the lack that's of the next attorneys. Thing I was going to bring it okay. up. Okay, <laughs> because the whole thing is, is that you little, little secret out there. I know everybody likes the lawyer jokes, and a lot of them are well deserved. <laughs> we established this country uh, in 1776. Our form of government in 1787. In the Bill of Rights, uh, we have the right to counsel. Mm-hmm. It's set up on a prosecutor as an attorney, a defense attorney. You're entitled to that. If you don't have attorneys, you cannot have a functioning criminal justice system. And we are having trouble getting people attorneys. And so that blows the 90 days out of the water without question. Okay. So you could have somebody and, sitting in jail for many, right. many, many, many months. I, well, I don't let that happen. Okay. Um, um, I, I will appoint them attorneys uh, through okay. the county uh, funding, but that's becoming more and more difficult because, I mean, it used to be the public defender pay. Now it's just trying to find attorneys. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's still some out there that will, that will be willing to take it. And, um, it, 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 it's, it's a, it's a compounding process. We need attorneys. Um, and some of them aren't doing the work because they don't want to get paid peanuts. And then the other uh, aspect is we don't really have a lot of, a big pool to choose from. And so that, that's delaying our, and, and, and on top of it, the caseload is so high. So even if we did have, we didn't have a, uh, an attorney crisis, our caseload is so high, it puts us at risk mm. of being able to meet those speedy trial demands. And when you assign attorneys, that's under county dollars. That's, that's, is that county dollars or is that levy dollars, do the, you know? The state legislature is, uh, has created the public defender's office. They are required to provide attorneys Correct. to indigent individuals. They're not doing it. Right. So in order, I have two choices. Either I fund, mm-hmm. uh, have them a, a pay for a county attorney or the county pay for the attorney. Correct. Or I release them on a signature okay. bond. And if they're trafficking 50 grams of meth or heroin into the county, I'm not inclined to do that because that's a, that puts public safety at mm-hmm. risk. But that appointed attorney, not public defender attorney, across the county taxpayer levy. That's Absolutely. money out of the taxpayer. And, I, and I've been here before talking about how that is a double taxation on the oh. people of Sawyer County. Mm-hmm. Their taxes support a state agency that yeah. is not doing what it's supposed to be doing. And now they're paying for on a county on their county taxes to pay for the. But they're having a difficult time even getting public defenders because of the low pay. Yes. Well, it, it's it's like in Sawyer County. With I was talking to uh, uh, one of the police officers, we're having difficulty filling spots <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, um, jailers, dispatch, mm. and why is it? Because the pay is is not very good. And so what happens <laughs> is that we hire people, the ones that we do hire have no experience, we train them, we give them experience, Boom. and then they go, they go somewhere away. where there's a <laughs> yeah. better where there's a better uh, uh, pay salary. Yeah, I lived through that for 28 and, and years. So, <laughs> and so we're paying money to train people, yeah. and then we're losing it, yeah. whereas if we would just raise the, the, the salary to keep the people here, mm-hmm. it, it's a vicious cycle. You have to, I mean, listen, in dealing with, with the county uh, and the budgets, you have to start playing chess rather than checkers. Mm-hmm. And you have to start looking at what is going to make an impact down the road and have faith in your decisions as to what it's going to do and and how it's going to keep people safe. And it, just playing checkers and being reactionary <laughs> to everything is draining our coffers and, and creating such turmoil. 
Well, and before you had the issue, or we had the issue, and we still do with the public defenders. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, but now Governor Evers or the legislator passed the, uh, they allowed a lot more uh, assistant district attorneys. So the good news <laughs> is, uh, last, I think you you guys had a district attorney in one full-time ADA, and you were approved a second full-time ADA. However, uh, we kind of poached your ADA, and he's now our district attorney in Washburn. Thank <laughs> you very much. Correct. Thanks uh, for Aaron, by you the way. Got a good, <laughs> you got you. a good one. You got a good one. So we that means that. Uh, you have two, the last I heard there were two open positions. Have those been full filled? Nope. Do you so, happen to so, know if anyone has, I mean, you're in a different part of the court system, but if right. you happen to have heard if uh, I, it's going well in the I, interview process? I, I, I'm not, uh, I don't want to speak for Bruce, our district attorney, sure. but I have heard that that he is having difficulty finding qualified applicants to apply for it. Now, I, I don't know exactly what the status is. That's, that's sure, his sure. decision. He has the sole authority to do that. But obviously, I'm concerned. Um, as a citizen, I'm concerned about whether or not we're going to, I mean, we had we're the busiest court system. We we had two attorneys. We were allocated another one for so we were supposed to have three, three and, and now we only one. have one because we can't get anybody. What's happening? I I don't know. I mean, uh, there there used to be a gluttony of attorneys. <laughs> now now those attorneys are not moving to rural Wisconsin. I don't know if it's the uh, change in uh, you know the the generational thing where they want to be around metropolitan areas. Mm. Um, you know, do you do you get people that, uh, hey, I want to move to northern, I'm 28 years old, I want to move to Hayward, Wisconsin and be a, a prosecutor or a public defender. Um, I love to hunt and fish and do all those things. But it, is that what I want to do? I mean, I can do those on the weekend and, and drive up to Hayward. Sure. Am I going to live there? Yeah. And for some reason, people are, they're, they're not doing it. And I don't mean just Hayward. Burnett yeah. County, it's Washburn everywhere. County. I mean, they're all they're all suffering. Yeah. All those lawyers that are at the bottom of the sea should all, you know, come up and come up to Sawyer. There's great opportunities <laughs> for young lawyers yeah. who are ambitious to to really make their mark. But but we so we are struggling. I don't know when it's going to be that we are going to fill those positions. There is an open position for the DA spot in Burnett County. There's an open yeah. spot for a, an a ADA, ADA in Washburn, Washburn County. He's in the process of doing that. Yeah, I'm not. I haven't talked to him lately, so I don't know if he's getting the qualified applicants. Right, or not. and and so and so there are so many openings, and we need two. Mm -hmm. And I'm afraid that that we're going to be at the end of the line because people want to be closer to Eau Claire, to the Twin Cities, mm -hmm. uh, and Hayward. Uh, out of those, that Never grouping of is that. furthest yeah. away. Yeah, they they want they want <laughs> nightlife. They want you know I, all, all those all those things. They don't want a peace and quiet and a bonfire out in the. <laughs> You know, they might want it on the weekend, but they don't want it full time. So, I mean. Yeah, unless somebody uh, uh, grew up in this right. area, went away, got their degree, got their feet wet, and then decided, okay, now's a, a good time to move back home. Because uh, even for myself, when I moved away for 20 years, uh, you know, you look for jobs up here and they're just, there isn't right. a ton. So, but when you do find an opportunity, but that's, that's hard to find those people. A, a tourist area does not lend itself to a stable, well-paying, sustainable job. So do you, seasonal is what you got. Right, seasonal. So do you, uh, if you had to take a guess, what do you think the odds are that this is going to get done? Of well, the second judge, I'm sorry. Well, well, I'm hopeful. I mean, and that's partly why I'm here. I'm not here to speak poorly of the county board. I mean, I know I. I, mean, I can well, speak, we'll see. I, we'll I see can, what happens. I can speak. <laughs> I can be critical of them. Sure. But I'm not speaking poorly. I mean, sure. I, 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 I believe that each one of those people on the county board are are really struggling with what to do and what and and they're looking at uh, the finances and and they're struggling. But I'm telling them here that, that this they have not asked me hardly any questions. They don't fully understand what potentially could happen here if they do nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, the state is offering them resources. They are now. It comes with a catch. You have to expend resources. It's one of those things where you got to. We'll, we'll match your dollar. Okay. Sure. They got to build an, uh, an important, a big facility. They have to make that cost. But that's a that's a one time cost that's going to be there for a long period of time. So, yeah, I mean, it's a building. I'm well, assuming the physical plant right now cannot sustain another courtroom. That so is correct. Have to add on or something. I, yes, that's okay. yeah, that's correct. I know. I've had people say, "Well, why don't we use the second courtroom that's there right now?" It's about the size of this room. I was there. Yeah. It's about the size of this room. <laughs> visiting, by the way. I was just visiting. I was actually and, observing you. I wasn't and, actually there. I'm <laughs> I'm not in control you of the rules. Guilty. I'm not in control of the rules. Mm -hmm. The state will not allow a court system to be placed in that small courtroom because it does not conform to chapter mm -hmm. or Supreme Court Rule 68, right. which governs exactly I've what seen it, that one. Oh. <laughs> I know what right. that one's about. 
So, so you know, if, if they want to be stubborn and say, well, that's good enough, you know what? I, 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 it has been a difficult challenge maneuvering and, and pleading and cajoling the state legislature. I mean, that's been an experience in and of itself. And then trying to keep the county board, uh, you know, uh, it, in, you know, up to date as to what's happening. Mm. I mean, I don't know with this resolution and potentially some of the efforts to try and derail this. Um, and I don't know if they're, I would call them efforts, but at least ideas or thoughts or wishes. Did they not think that it was going to, I was actually going to, they were going to sure. have, they have a judge that was actually going to try and sure. uh, get it maneuvered through. I mean, I, I like, like anybody else, I want to get up. I want to go to work. I want to do my job, come home, fish relax, spend time with, throw a ball with my kid. Um, so I don't like being a lightning rod. I don't like being out there with my name in the paper all the time for other things. I mean, if it's for my job, that's fine. And it's, it's one of those things where, but you know, I, I, I identify it's my job to inform the citizens as to what's happening with the criminal justice system. Since I've been on there, it has dropped off. I mean, it has gotten, it's gotten bad. You know, some people might legitimate question, well, is it something you're doing that's making it so bad? Listen, the numbers bear it out. We have increased the number of filings on criminals, uh, for criminal filings doubled since I took over. I don't have any control over that. I have, I've been sending people to prison uh, more so than, I mean, we have more sexual assaults, which I think is a result of the drug, uh, the drug epidemic. We have more robberies and, and things like that, and that's a result of the uh, drug epidemic. People are on drugs, need need money, so they're going to break into your mm -hmm. cabin or your big house on your lake, yep. and then you're going to be critical that the cops don't respond or that the that they don't get their day in court because the guy is out on bond and he's been out for two years, and well, when am I going to get my day in court? Well, support the second judge bill, yeah. uh, support the funding uh, to support uh, to to build a second courtroom. And you're going to have a better response, a quick, quick, justified response from the criminal justice system in your county. Okay. Quick question for you there. Okay. With this judge, let's say it all gets played out yep. and you get this judge. What other personnel costs are going to be assumed by the county or the state for any other court reporter comes to mind? Court reporter, state paid. State paid. So that's not an argument for the county. Is there any other... Arguably, what what they what we would need to support it would be an additional JA. Um, okay. The state pays part of that salary, not all of it. Okay. Um, it's still that would be a county employee. Okay. The judge and the court reporter are state employees. The JA would be a county employee, but they get some kind of supplement or uh, for this from the for the state. And then we would need an additional clerk. Okay, um, and that's county. And that's county. Okay. So so you're talking about adding. Two people on. So you're talking some yearly follow through yep. every year that, costs. Yep, absolutely. Are, are they concerned about that yes. as well? Well, here's the thing. That I, I get conflicting statements. Oh, we can build the five million because that's a one time cost. Or, or the, uh, that's is that the estimated cost? Yeah, it's like somewhere that. between three and five. I okay. don't have the official numbers okay. on that. Okay. It's not. I mean, you know, five years ago it would be probably a million or two. Yeah. And five years from now, it'll probably be 10 million. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's not going to get, they're not going to come down. It's just going to keep getting more and more expensive. Sure, gotcha. um, but what, what it, what it, but I don't actually know what the, the, the figure is. I mean, I, 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 I'm advocating just to kind of clear out some space that's already uh, in the courthouse. I mean, I, I didn't say build a new courtroom. I mean, I want them to build a new courtroom, but whether that's an addition or reutilizing some space that already exists, that, you know, that's up to that's up to the county board. I can't spend a dime. Um, where was the what was the where question? there was a reoccurring cost for oh, yeah. that, that, that the, the JA, uh, the judicial mm -hmm. assistant, the secretary to the judge, mm -hmm. an additional clerk. Um, we have one court security officer. Theoretically, that court security officer could be oh, in sure. Lincoln County. They have one court security officer for two branches. So okay. you're talking two additional two additional employees. And this year, Health and Human Services in Sarah County. You got three new uh, 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 positions. Wow! And nice. so it's like, good yeah, for I'm good, good for them. I, I and I'm like, well, you know, it, it, this is. Do they do an important service? Wow. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Health and Human Services, ch chips, uh, child and needed protection services, child protective services, all of those things. What do they utilize? They utilize the court system. Mm -hmm.
I mean, and, and so you're going to give them more, uh, more, uh, resources and more personnel, but yet you're going to, and you, and now this theoretically the TA's office has got two new attorneys or one, you know, they got two, an additional ADA. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to have all these people dealing with the court system, but they're not, they're not yeah. following through on giving the, the court system more resources. So I, I it, it's, it's frustrating. This is the will of the county board. I pray that they that they stick to it. Um, I think that the discussions about whether or not we should follow through with it or not are all legitimate. They have the right to ask questions. They have the right to think, did we do the right thing? At the end of the day, I hope they do the right thing and follow through with it. And I, and, and I will be the first to applaud them. And I yeah. will be the first to say, you know what, I, I will do every. I mean, whether they do or they don't, I will continue to do the best job that I possibly can and to support them. Because guess what? If they don't follow through on it, it's just going to continue. It's just, I mean, the need is going to continue. It's not going to go away. What about the district attorney's office? I mean, now you got the district attorney and you got two authorized ADAs. Yep. Have you ever had, in your tenure up there, have you ever had a DA and two ADAs in the office with only one judge? No. So. I don't know how many court systems throughout the state <laughs> so has three eight, three uh, DAs to one judge. That's so crazy. That's going to that's going to compound your problem. It made the situation worse because sure now did. because <laughs> now they have rest. They they can crank out that much more work, mm -hmm. and they come in. You know, right now on a on, I'm dealing with two of them. Right. So they get they get breaks. The other ones in there, then this one's taking a break. Now they're rotating would be rotating in thirds, mm -hmm. and I'm sitting there, human being, with a court reporter who is taking everything down. I'm going as fast as I can. Um, and she's barely keeping up because I'm speaking. There was one time where I was speaking 500 words a minute and and, the, and they were barely keeping up. And you know, I, I mean, so I have physical limitations that I have to concern about. I have in-court processing, the clerks, they have to be in, in, in uh, up to speed as to what's going on because they're taking notes on the keyboard as I'm, as I'm uh, going through these cases. And we're dealing with hundreds of cases a day some days. Mm. Uh, and I mean, so I can only do so much. Yeah. I mean, if I go any faster, and I could go faster, but the system won't allow it. I have a question here. Uh, uh, Romain Quinn actually just posted a question and says, how does Ashland County compare to Sawyer in terms of caseload? Uh, last time I looked, I think Ashland was in the top 10. I think they were seven or eight. Okay. Wow. And then the follow-up to that was my only concern, being Romain Quinn. Um, with the bill is that although Ashland County could use another judge as well, they aren't going to have the money to build onto their justice center, which is required. That's right. Well, the from my understanding is that Ashland County has be back in 2017. The state said if you want to be ever considered, you have to pass this resolution. Correct. Ashland refused to pass it, so oh. they have been out of the discussion. Um, so if Sawyer County. Had had taken the way of Ashland County, I could be like Kelly McKnight, the judge up in Ashland County, and not have wasted my time with the state legislature <laughs> uh, over the last two years. But because they did pass the resolution and said we support the resource or the support the facility and we're going to build it, if we get one, I, I mean, sure, wait sure. a second. I mean, that's that's like saying, hey, you know what? Go out and find this, and if you find it, you can, you know, a, a treasure. Go out and find the treasure, and once you find it, you can keep it. Well, I spend a long time going out and look for it, and I find it now, finally. <laughs> and no, you're not going to get to keep it. Wait a second, you can't change the rules yeah. in midstream. I mean, th that that's unfair, um, and I think that it's unethical. Uh, maybe that's a strong word. I, I certainly think that it's not it's not trustworthy. It's not truthful. I hope that answered your uh, question, Romain. And thanks for asking. And so, yeah, I, I wish Ashland County would build it. And yeah. they and they've decided that they they're not going to, sure. so um, they they don't suffer from the same uh, uh, caseload as we do, although it's high uh, in comparison. But they they've made the decision that they're just not going to deal sure. with it. So you were talking earlier about the the drug epidemic, and it seems the the last I think we've had been on twice before this, and both times we've talked about that. Correct. Um, must be getting better. <laughs> Right, um, it just kind of solved itself. It right? comes in cycles, and it just keeps getting worse and worse. We, oh. I, I have probably in the last two weeks sent uh, uh, numerous people, maybe about five or six people, to uh, prison. Some with dealers, and some who are users that just cannot have been on probation numerous times and are going for two or three years uh, to try and and get a, a treatment in a confined setting. Um, I see uh, people on drugs who are who are people who have 
lost their way, who are good people, I think, I believe mm -hmm. that they're good people, um, and they've lost their way and they need help, and there's just, the, 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 the system, what we have right now, does not have adequate treatment. People say, well, we need more money on treatment. Mm -hmm. I hear that well, a lot. Well, what's treatment? I've no idea. There is no such thing as effective, reliable, cheap treatment for meth and heroin addictions. And the key there was cheap. Well, I, I mean, and, and when you, even if you had unlimited amounts of money to spend on it, it's still not very successful, although it is more successful than what we're at the current levels. I mean, we're dealing, we're talking five, 10% success rates right now. Right. And when you're talking about inpatient treatment for nine months, now you're talking maybe 50 or 60% uh, success rates. Th this meth, meth is so, is so evil that it destroys the part of your brain that allows you to cope. And so even if you're off of it for years, at some point down the road, you're susceptible to, to starting it again. I just, I've seen people who have beaten it in the short term, who are got their life together. They got the driver's license, they got a job and boom, you know what? Because it's stress. It's, they, they can't cope with the good stress and the bad stress. Good stress. Hey, I got a job that pays well. I go to work. My boss says I'm doing a good job. I've got kids. I've got, I've got a successful life, but that's stress to try and maintain that. And that's good stress. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, we, we, we take comfort in that good stress. They can't, they, they, it's, it's like something's going to go wrong. Bad stress is what is most devastating. And that's my, my girlfriend broke up with me. Mm. I lost my job. My kid says that they hate me. You know, I, uh, I don't, there's a myriad of reasons. I don't know. I'm not a trained, uh, uh, doctor. Sure. So that's, it's interesting because then you get them all, get them cleaned up since seven, nine months, nine months. And then they have to really, if you really want to make sure that's effective, then you have to continually monitor those people that's almost right. the rest of their life. Uh, that's, they, we have so many people that do very well on monitoring uh, through our court programs mm -hmm. and things like that. And hey, th there, are, there are people out there who are, I mean, they're struggling every day. And I give those people credit. Some people may say, you know what? They put that crap in their arms. That's their fault. Throw them away. You know what? Even if I were to agree with you on that, that that was the appropriate way to proceed, it costs a tremendous amount of money to house people that you throw away. And so it's like, well, I don't want to spend the money, but throw them away. <laughs> well, I, I, and it costs a tremendous amount of money to try and rehabilitate treatment. these people and yeah. give them uh, appropriate, effective treatment. So nobody wants to spend any money. We can't throw them away. We can't fix them. It, it's, this, the, the problem is getting compounded. When did you uh, become the judge up there? Uh, August of 2015. From, tw from that time till now, uh, what's the difference between then and now regarding meth, specifically just meth? I was the ADA for two years prior to taking the bench, and it, it went in cycles. Um, when I came up uh, in Hayward, it was, uh, it was heroin was making a big comeback and we didn't see a lot of meth and then it switched to meth. And then it seems like since 2016, it's, it's about 60 meth, 40 heroin. Yeah. So we're, we're one of the, I mean, other places it's all meth or it's all heroin for some God, ungod, <laughs> unknown reason, God help us. We're, we got both. And so each one has a different nature. Each one, uh, it has different problems uh, and it's just, well, and the concern there, of course, not only for your county, but if you are experiencing a lot of the heroin, it's only a matter of time before that gets out to the other counties oh, as sure. well. And I've, we've recently well, heard, uh, I think last time we had Barron County Sheriff Chris Fitzgerald on and a couple others, they have stated that they've recently started to uh, see more situations with heroin. So I think this is starting to spread a little bit more. Yeah. I, I mean, here it's it, it kind of goes, I mean, they, they make a big bust on meth. Then you see a rise in heroin. They make a big bust on heroin. You see a rise in meth. And um, bizarre. Well, and the and the danger with all of this is that fentanyl is being laced with it, and so we're seeing more deaths. A um, couple uh, about a, two months ago, we had a young girl in uh, in Hayward, a popular young girl, um, come in for a meth charge uh, earlier in the spring. Um, she got on the testing requirements, had a supportive family, and. Uh, was by all accounts and purposes doing well, um, not reoffending, uh, not using, came to the court system, um, only criminal charge in her entire life, uh, had all the support system that you could possibly want. Mm -hmm. She pled out, got, a, got probation, 
And one week later, uh, I was informed by my staff that she had OD'd on heroin that morning and passed away. No. 21 years old. Um, and that hit me like a ton of bricks. Sure. Because if somebody who has that kind of support network and who is doing everything we think they're supposed to be doing can so easily and so quickly just pass away, uh, how, how are these people who have no support network and who have no resources, how are they going to, how are they going to They're not going it? to. I, and it's just, and, and I've had people say to me, some on the county board say, well, you know what, why did you, you know, you shouldn't take it so hard. We're all devastated by it, but why should you take it any differently? You couldn't have done anything different. And my response to that is, have you ever been, uh, have you ever applauded a decision made by a judge? Have you ever criticized a decision made by a judge? I think everybody has done one or the other. Yeah. Or both. Read, 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 the, read the comments on any of your, on your stories. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes people go, hey, Judge Yackel, that was a great decision. Other times people go, what in the hell were you thinking? <laughs> you know, why did, what's going on here? You know, yeah. I get it. I, so so the, the, the fact is, is that people think that a judge's decision matters. Well, and, that, and that it has an impact. And then to cherry pick <laughs> and to say, well, in this case... What you could have done, you couldn't have done anything different. It was going to happen anyway. You know what? You, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And yeah. that's, you can't cherry pick like that. If you think that a judge's decision matters and, uh, and maybe I could have spent more time with her. Maybe the whole system is in, you know, if we have that other hose on the fire, mm. maybe we can spend more time and save more lives and, and be more effective in reducing recidivism so we can reduce cost so hayward can continue and sawyer county can continue to be a great place to come and visit and to live and not to worry about who's coming onto your property who's breaking into your home um go two or three blocks off of main street and see meth houses and heroin houses and i, I mean and and maybe we can start spending our you know spending our resources on tourist promotion i i had i was at the county board last night and people were asking keep the same level of tourist funding I don't disagree with that, yeah. but you've got to also balance this. What, what I'm talking about is, is, is tourism related. If, if we continue to go down the path that we're on, I, we might be known as, you know, that they've gone downhill. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of meth and heroin up there and I don't want that to happen. Sure. I, I want this to, to this area, Washburn County included to, to, to effectively battle all of this and to keep this a wonderful place to come and visit, a wonderful place to live and to raise a family. Right now, I think I think you know it's still a good place to visit because you don't necessarily see all the the bad areas. If you if you just you know come up to your cabin and fish and yeah. do those yeah. things, okay, you're not really looking at it. But but I think it being a good place to raise a family is starting to suffer. Yeah. Um, a, a place to really raise your family and to have a good job, it's starting to suffer. Um, and, and it's putting a strain on the resources overall in the county. And so I, I guess it comes down to you got to spend a little money to hopefully save yeah. the system further down Let the road. Let me ask you a question, personal question, more, more of a personal question. Okay. So if another young lady or young man comes into your court with a very same similar situation this young lady happened, is that going to affect your decision uh, on how you were going to deal with that person knowing what happened to this last young lady? I mean, it's going to be tough. It, it 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 has an emotional toll. I mean, I I guess as a judge, um, that's built in. I mean, I I I I bear it. That's my cross to bear. That's I'm in that position of responsibility, and uh, it's up to me to find effective ways to manage that that type of stress. Um, I think it is situations like what we went through back in August here uh, in Sawyer County. What that does, uh, being from Hayward, um, growing up there, having my family been there for a long, long generations, mm -hmm. um, it just gives me more resolve to to fight for the count, the the place that I love. Um, it, it is. I take it personally. Uh, um, one of the clerks who they didn't want to tell me when that girl had oh. passed away, mm. and and afterwards, once I found out, I asked them, "Why did you not want to tell me?" Mm. And one of the clerks looked at me and said, because we see you fighting and bleeding in here every day, and we knew you were going to take it bad. And well, oh. it, you know what? You're right. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's not easy. I mean, you, you, you imagine every day seeing people begging, I need help. I mean, when they're, when they're, when they're doped up, all they're doing yeah. is they're lying to you, <laughs> saying, I, you know, they just want to get back out and do. But, but you, they're in custody for a while. They've clear, their minds have cleared. 
And, you know, a lot of people will tell me what they want to hear, but then I ask them about their children. And almost everyone starts crying. And I'm like, you love your children, don't you? Yes. I said, but this drug has, uh, you know, replaced them as the number one priority. And they all admit yes. And that's what's so scary about this, these, these drugs, the heroin and meth, is that I can still see that these people love their children. I love my child and stepchildren more than anything in this world. I love, and they love their children, but this drug is so powerful that it pushes that away mm. and becomes their child. The meth and heroin become their child and they will do everything for it. But then when they're, when they're sober, they realize what they're doing to the, 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 the real thing in their life that they love. Mm. And, it, and that's how powerful this is. I mean, it, it just, it breaks your heart. I mean, you know, you, you, you want to reach out on some of them and say, you know, especially to the dealers, you know, I, I'm going to be tough on you. Uh, I'm going to give you a serious prison sentence because you're, you're bringing poison. You're poisoning this community. But even to the users, I say, you know what? It's not just a harmless crime that you're doing to yourself. You're creating a demand for it. If you use it, you're creating a demand for it, and people are bringing it in, and who knows who else is getting affected. So it's, I have defense attorneys arguing all the time, well, you know, it's a, it's a victimless crime. They're doing it to themselves. And nope, that's not going to work on me. <laughs> well, and obviously, the family that are uh, the family of the deceased that you're just referencing, uh, nothing is, is what they're going through. Right? Oh, I mean, no. we, just to be clear, I mean, obviously, that, that, that should be kind of a, a duh. But yes. um, and, when it comes to you, when you have situations like this or that or others similar, how do you... Not unplug. How, how do you cope with that uh, when you leave and you go home and it's now it's uh, you have to you know kiss your wife, hug your kids. Yeah. And I know when dad was a sheriff, uh, there were days you'd come home and you could just tell absolutely something happened. And he just I don't know. You must have done something else because you just buried <laughs> it down when he was at home. I mean, you you just tell something bad happened when he goes out on a call and he comes home and he's different. It's oh boy. There's good days and there's bad days, and uh, my wife and I have had to cope with that. Um, we've talked about it now and I mean, like anybody else, you come home and you argue, uh, and, and you can see one's, uh, you know, anxious or not anxious. Yeah. And, uh, the, the one thing that I've, we've started using recently was, um, if we starting to argue, I say, you know what, you're right. We're on the same team. We're on the same team, you know, and, it, and that, <laughs> and that good. kind of brings you back to reality yeah. to, to not, to, to just. She's not my enemy. That's right. right. I, you know, Sometimes you have to remember that. Because, because when you don't want to talk about it and someone's talking to you about it, you lash out at those people. Right. And it's like, you know, I just, I don't want to deal with this. Um, it, it is hard. It, it's, it's hard to see the pain on, on people's faces. It's hard to see, uh, I mean, and the other di difficult thing is, is that through the investigations that are going on up there, I mean, I have to sign warrants and things like that. And so, so I have to go through the community and say, hmm. I know that person's under investigation, but I can't say anything. And they're, you know, they're functioning, you know, they're, they're doing things. And it's like, you know, I can't, you know, so, so it becomes difficult if you go out to eat or something and all of a sudden you run sure. into somebody, you know, I don't have any problem running into people who have been appeared in front of me because I, I like to think that I treat everybody fairly. Uh, even if it's tough, sometimes it's fair. Um, and so, you know, I can see their nervousness and I'll look at them and I'll say, how are you doing? You know, I, sure. and I've, I've had people who, are drug addicts who uh, have been in court and I've seen them out in the uh, grocery store or wherever and they've come up to me and given me hugs and I ask, and I look at them, how are you doing? And they're, you know, well, you know, some will say I'm doing great or I'm struggling, but I, you know, I, I'm just, I, I tell people when I send them to jail or send them to prison, you need to find a way to come out of the darkness. I don't know how to do it. I wish if I could magically clean you I, I would yeah but you've got to do it you've got to do it for your community yourself your kids and if you can do it then come back to us clean and sober and help us find ways to get other people. isn't that great though i mean just that coming up and hugging you and, uh, and you talk to them it's almost like when you're golfing you know you hate golf until you make that one good <laughs> shot sure. and then you come back the next time yeah i mean i think that's very similar uh, to your situation but, any but, situation but that's what makes it difficult too when you see these people fail yeah, because the drug is so powerful that they do well. They they recognize what you're trying to do, what the system's trying to do for them, and then all of a sudden they fail, and it's like, you know, you you can't help but take it personally. Um, like I mean, when, when this individual died, it, it was just it. I don't know if I've ever been hit that that uh, hard in the gut before, and, and 
and it's nothing compared to what the family's going through. Sure, but right. but but as on a professional level, I've never been hit that hard in the gut before because it was somebody we dealt with. It mm -hmm. was somebody that looked like they were doing well. And it was like one of those things where it's a positive. And I've told other people, if you fail, this one's going to hurt bad because you've got everything going. And we've got an individual right now who probably should have been sentenced to prison, um, but they did everything that they were supposed to do. They... Uh, all the tests were clean. They turned it around. They're they're out there advocating on on different ways for helping other people come through the the meth crisis. Excellent. And I had a decision to make, and I've sent a lot of the co defendants to prison, uh, but this guy I took a chance on and gave him a lengthy term of probation, and I see him in the community, and he waves to me because we see him up at the school. Um, I've talked to him about how he's doing and what we can do for other people. If he's if he fails, that's one that's going to hurt. Yeah. Well, that's great though. It's nice to see successes out of all. It, this it is. Well, I mean, it may, if, if it didn't, it, listen, it's depressing as yeah. it is because because yeah. it, it is you you are dealing with the worst of people. Yeah. And it it but it but it's but it's uh, if you believe in what you're doing, you believe in the criminal justice system, and that you're at least trying to make a difference. Then I mean, I generally go home and I sleep well at night because because I know that I'm putting forth. Uh, uh, a maximum effort. I mean, I, mm -hmm. where you get in trouble is when you think that you have too much power, and and you think, well, why? You know that you that you can really affect events. All I can do is kind of nudge things in in certain ways. I know I have enough voice in my position that I can do that. But I think there are some people who maybe get in this position and think, well, I'm going to do this, and this is going to clean up the system. Well, if if you do something you better be realistic about what kind of effect it's going to have because if it fails then you, then you get re you feel rejected mm. so you got to keep in balance you, you can't get a big head you can't re you can't think that you are all powerful cuz i'm not i'm just a human being that's flawed like everybody else i got problems yeah. at home you know with, uh, yeah, my sure. my kid sometimes is a, you know yells at me you know he cries and yeah. throws a tantrum you know <laughs> Um, I, I I put my pants on one leg at a time, just like everybody else, yeah. and and I'm and I have limitations, mm -hmm. but I but I'm fighting and I'm trying to do the best that I can for this community, um, not just Sawyer County, but but that's where it's centered, and I know that the county board is doing the same thing, um, but I I truly believe that it's a situation that they don't fully understand. Um, do you have plans on making sure you reach out to them or talk to them? Before uh, anything maybe coming up, or are you kind of waiting for them to reach well, out? Well, I mean, listen, I, I I don't have a lot of time. You know, people have asked me, well, what about this and what about that? Uh, what about a drug court? Right now, mm -hmm. we are I am maxed out. I I had to move certain things around so that I could appear. Yeah, on here. I, I I can't I can't remember how long ago it was just to try to get you on, and we had to schedule this forever ago. Yeah. And I'm like, holy cow! But, but but you have to balance and yeah. and say that this is an important way to try and inform the public as to what's going on sure. um well we appreciate it hey quick question yeah. um your i think cousin is sean duffy correct my first his first uh, his mom and my dad are brother and sister got it oh. have you spoken to him since um he resigned uh no i just uh through text messages uh oh, sure. when, when the baby was born and uh and good tidings uh, baby's doing well yep that's for, yeah. as far as i know yep uh good. what have we not touched on that you wanted to make sure to bring up well i gotta ask a quick question for you then do you think the court the state's going to require a drug court if you get the other judge because i meant i think i That's mentioned no, it yeah, in there. Sure, right. i i have i see they may or may not i understand it's a different thing about a drug court i mean drug court is a kind of a uh a vague term yeah and i've got an idea for a drug court to basically uh develop further our bond testing what we have now instead of like a post-conviction drug court i want a pre-conviction drug court oh um I, I have been from day one that if we get a second judge, it's because of this judicial time that we don't have. That's why we don't have a more developed one. I am all for that. I don't like when people say, oh, a drug court's the solution. No, no it is not, not the solution. It's another hose on the fire. Oh, sure. It's another hose on the fire. And we're trying to get as many hoses on the fire. And that mm -hmm. one big hose is a second courtroom and a second judge. And I, and I urge um, the county board, county board. A lot of the individuals get a little testy when I criticize them or the board as a whole, um, even the ones that support this. 
I don't know if it's they're not used to somebody uh, being as blunt as I am. What? But to, but to those that I have offended uh, in saying, hey, follow through on this. This is important. I appreciate everything they do. They do. I appreciate the work that they have done behind the scenes. Um, I'm just urging them that. I mean, I think it's only fair if, if they want to change their vote. Well, here's the one thing before we go sure. that that really has bugged me about the county board is that when I was in Madison. Uh, advocating for the second judge, mm -hmm. they informed me that someone from the county board was calling down to Madison to the legislature saying, we don't need a second judge no. when this resolution is in place. And they wouldn't tell me exactly who it is, so I'm not going to say names, but they, the director of state courts told me that it was a member of the county board. And that isn't helping. That makes me feel betrayed yeah. um, because because my viewpoint is if you don't think that a second judge and a second courtroom is necessary, People. then come out and publicly say yeah. it and state your reasons why yeah. you do and, and not being able to afford it is not a reason. Tell me why it's less important than three new positions for health and human services. Tell me it's why it's less important than spending money on Sawyer County transit, the buses that uh, are, you know, a lot of times half empty. Um, tell me why it's uh, less important than funding the airport or, you know, all these other sure. things, which are all legitimate, but what you're saying uh, is tell me why this is not as, important. you know, it's, so it's, it's like, it's like, it's, you have the determination to say that this is important or not. And I have to respect a, an opinion that is different than mine. And I do respect that, but you cannot go behind the scenes and undercut something that you voted for. And that's just, that's, that's dirty politics. Yeah. You know? That's not, and I, that I've does not help our community. No, I've always told the county board, even though we never, we hardly ever agreed over the last sure. 28 years. I mean, we did, but it's a thankless job they have. Absolutely. And no matter what you do, it's wrong in somebody's eyes, but I appreciated their community dedication Absolutely. for the better of Absolutely. the community. And guess you what? You got to give them that, but they don't like what we say sometimes, but it's not personal. If, if they, uh, if they, if they follow through on what they, what they voted on. Um, I, I'll, I'll deflect, I'll, I'll take that, uh, I'll take the heat. I mean, if, if there's criticism, I mean, if, I mean, uh, you know, the, the highway department, oh, if, so if they don't get, uh, increase in funding or they got a decrease in funding, well, I mean, it is what it is. I, I just hope, I hope that nobody that, uh, a close family member of anybody on the county board, I hope they don't have an o overdose death anytime soon. Mm. Or ever, ever right. I, I hope that their houses or cabins don't get burglarized by meth heads or heroin addicts. I really hope that that's the case, mm -hmm. because I wouldn't want them to all of a sudden then turn around and be critical of the court system, saying, "Well, you know, you think you could handle this better than that." Well, <laughs> no, that it doesn't work that way. So, I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I want to be cooperative with them, and I do salute them for their for their dedication and their service, and they're they're willing to go out on the branch too. Um, but I'm out there, um, way out in the branch saying, this is what we need. Um, I'll be interested to see what happens. Well, yeah. If you find anything, let us know. All right. Uh, and we may call up there, uh, uh, what is it? Friday, probably next week, probably give them a buzz or maybe this afternoon just to see if this is an agenda uh, item somewhere coming up. Sure. Um, you know I, I, I'm I, just kind of curious yeah. to kind of see where, where they are on that. Um, I, I, it's, it's in their court and, uh, if there are people that are listening or, or if they're watching this live on Facebook um, or where do they call if they want to ask some questions? Is it just, I don't I, want to flood the, the, the oh thing no. or certainly not send any one to them. That, go, go to Sawyer County, go to Google and type in Sawyer County, Hayward, Wisconsin. Uh, and you look at the or, yeah, Sawyer County uh, uh, board, uh, the website for Sawyer County, and sure. you can see the names of who's oh, sure. on the county board. And, and I'm I think sure they have email address, right email addresses and telephone numbers and things sure. like that. So, I mean, that, that's, that's, I'm not advocating for that. I don't no. want to put pressure right. uh, on anybody, but it, it is the right thing to do. Um, there are people who I think they're saying we don't, we can't afford that. And I don't want my, my taxes to go up. And that's, you know what? I am a fiscal conservative uh, who came from Marathon. I lived in Marathon County for a number of years. And I looked down there and I thought, boy, this city and this county is spending money left and right. My property taxes are so high. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, stop your spending. <laughs> and then I moved back up to Hayward and I'm like, my, my house is valued twice what it was in Wausau and my taxes are half of what it was. 
what's going on here? Mm. Uh, it, it's, I'm like, maybe we need to turn the spigot open yeah. just a little just bit. A little. I, and you know what? When they shut the spigot off, I wanted them to reduce the spigot. But we need government. I mean, we, we yeah. still need to have some water flowing. Yeah. It, it can't be shut off completely. But believe me, I don't want it to be turned on and, you know, wash everything <laughs> away either. There, there's a balance to everything. Oh, yeah. And and we're suffering. We, we've had the meat cut off the bone for a long time here. And it's we, we have the opportunity with the state legislature ready to act. We have the opportunity to bring the resources to Sawyer County. Now's the time. I don't know when we're going to get the next. Yeah, this chance. is. I think that also should be pointed out. This is, and whether they decide to or not. Yep. Uh, I, I, my assumption is this isn't just going to be laying out there, and they can jump on this in twelve years from now. That'd be my understanding. It's Who knows? kind of a you know this this is an opportunity right now. That's right. So your decision. And, we may not have this option in three years. And it's an opportunity that has been created by myself, by other judges, by the tenth district, the sure. chief judges of the state who have recognized this growing problem, who have gotten the legislature to act. And I, and I, and listen, I was so critical of the state legislature and, and I may yet be if they don't, <laughs> if they don't follow through, but, but yeah. right now it appears that they will. And, and we've gotten further than I thought at, you know, in June, I thought we're never going to get there yeah. and we're close. So I, I'm hoping that the County board, um, you know, again, to any County board member, call me, email me, stop in. I will, I will, have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with you behind closed doors. I didn't say any names here today mm. about who I've talked with. I don't want to do that. I'm not. I'm not trying to put somebody mm. on the spot. Um, but, but I do get passionate about about mm -hmm. this issue um, as, because as, I do as you should. It, well, it's the right thing to do. Sure, yeah. Judge. Thanks so much for for being here, stopping in. As always, thank you. Thank you. Um, that is all for us today. We will be back next week, better than ever, and we'll be joined by Burnett County Sheriff Tracy Finch. Until then, thanks for listening, and have a blessed day.